The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with Remax, the Golfy team. Welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show with host Rick Zamprin. Another beautiful day in the city of Hamilton. Yeah, welcome to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Zamprin with you. Rob Golfy is, as you know, a sales representative with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfy team. And his phone number is 905-575-7700. You'll want to call that to get the first real estate team in Hamilton to sell a 1,000 homes in a year on your side and on your listing, 905-575-7700. If you're looking to buy a home, you want to see the hottest listings in town, they're on robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And you can follow the Golfie team all over social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. We're going to talk about a few different things on the program today. We're in a provincial election campaign. So what are the political parties promising when it comes to Ontario's affordable housing and our housing crisis? We'll dive into that. We'll also talk about a pilot program that's being launched by the Canadian Real Estate Association. We'll get Rob's um, input and insight into that. But before we get to that, what is going on in your real estate life this week? Oh, it's it's been uh, it's a little different, Rick. I'll tell you something because uh, there is... A lot of emotions running in uh, sellers that are uh, that have their houses up for sale because their expectations were a lot higher, and uh, so it, it means a little more more um, uh, uh, kids gloves in dealing with uh, sellers right now. Just because you know what they had these expectations of their house price of getting something, and what's happening is even if it's priced right right now, it's they're not getting as many showings, and so. And that tells me that we're in a we're in the middle of a break in regards to buyers looking at houses. Now I can tell, um, and I always tell, I always say to everybody, listen, right now it, we're on a break. The market is on a break. It's trying to find where it's going to go. And houses are still selling, but not at the level they were last month and, and months earlier this year. So people just have to be patient. We're going to break out of that break, and and it's going to happen. So it's just a matter of time and we just got to just sit it out and just wait. And usually these breaks like breaks like this, when the market's adjusting itself and it's just a, a small adjustment it is going to uh, start picking up again, but it's just going to be a mild adjustment break and we just have to be patient and, and deal with it. And we have a lot of people now that have purchased uh, they purchased in earlier this year, January, February, March, and they're closing right now and they're not really being, uh, the word is they're not uh, excited on their closing because houses in their neighborhoods that they purchase uh, are not selling at the price that they purchase. And so there's a little bit of, um, you know, like the, the confidence and the excitement is not there as much for those, uh, those buyers. But it'll be fine because, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, it, the market will hold it, you know, stop from uh, this break and, it, and it'll start uh, adjusting itself. But that, that we have that. So that so now we got the buyer remorse of closing deals now. 
and now we have sellers uh, 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 they're, they're, they're not happy at the prices that they're getting for their house. And, 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 but the majority of them understand the market has changed. But a lot of them, you know, they're still listening to their friends uh, 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 and their family at were uh, in regards to, you know, what they should get. And a lot of times, a lot of people, what they say is, hey, listen, you should be getting, you know, like 900000 And maybe the house is only worth seven fifty. And I always tell the client, I say, hey, listen, if he's willing to give you 900000 I would go call him right now. I said, <laughs> if your friend thinks that 900000 is a good deal, call him, say, hey, listen, if you think it's a good deal at nine hundred. Uh, I'll sell it to you for eight fifty or eight hundred, <laughs> and he could flip it. So, and, and you see how fast they back off. They go, like, oh no, no, uh, you know. But you'd be surprised. Everybody's a real estate agent out there, and uh, and you know that that are practicing that don't have a license. But but again, I'm just saying, I'm just saying is that we're in the transition market, and we have to just uh, you know feel it. Now, Rick, you are uh, a, 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 a public figure, not only that, but you're, you're a consumer Mm -hmm. and, but you see the news more than anybody else does. Now, what's your thoughts as a consumer looking at the market? Like, how do you, like, uh, like, I know you're, I know you're not selling, but how do you feel like, what's, what's the, like the, the, the talk around your office or the talk around friends and family, what, what's, what, what are they saying? Yeah. The talk around the neighborhood and I'm on the Hamilton mountain near, you know, upper Wellington Fennel area. It's the, the Balfour neighborhood. And we've seen many homes go up for sale. And certainly in the last couple of years, you know, they've got, they, they went up for sale, the for sale sign went on the lawn and like a week or two later it's sold and, you know, we'd go online to say, or we'd ask our neighbors, hey, how much did it sell for? And it was always well over asking. Last couple of homes, you know, the, the for sale sign was on the lawn and the sold sign didn't appear for maybe 17 days or maybe three weeks, which is a lot, obviously a lot longer than what we've seen over the last couple of weeks. And, you know, the scuttlebuck or the, the talk around the neighborhood is, all right, well, if, you know, if we decide to put our home up for sale, we're going to have to adjust our expectations in terms of timeline to getting the home sold. And, you know, we probably got to tweak our price. It's not going to sell for what it once, what we once thought it would have. So that's the scuttlebutt or the talk around the neighborhood. And I'm sure many other residents in this city and many other cities across the country really are having that similar conversation. But I want to go back to what you said in terms of um, higher expectations, because we've been, uh, you know, I don't know if treated is a good word, but we've been maybe spoiled. Certainly home sellers have been in terms of uh, crazy high um, home prices or the, that price escalation we saw over the last, you know, 18, 24 months. Number one, they should probably expect longer days on market, I would think, because there's that adjustment period. But number two, how dangerous of a time is it now for these home sellers? Because they have this price in their mind and they might not want to believe someone like you or another reputable realtor where you're coming in with a price that they think is low, but that's really the price that that home is going to sell for. How dangerous is it for that home seller to not believe a guy like you and go with someone who they're just going to like the price that they give and they might be an unexperienced realtor? It is very dangerous and, um, and you have to be very, very careful um, because you, you will hurt the listing if you go with a number that is overpriced and then you're chasing them, the market. So you're, you're, you're ahead of the market and, and you're now, now you're, you're going to be chasing the market to get to the, to the price and it, and it can cost you 
uh, it can cost you tens of thousands of dollars if you don't do it right. Now, I was on a on an evaluation just uh, this week, and 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 it's hard. We get called on a lot of evaluations, and they were, they, they were calling three people, three agents. And so I went with Jeff, my son, and we went there. We did a beautiful presentation. We did everything you know right. Everything we had everything what they wanted. The, uh, the, the, the couple said, Hey, we want somebody with exposure. We want somebody with reputation. We want somebody with, uh, um, um, uh, a credibility and everything else like that. Everything, all the check marks we had. So we did the presentation. And then I think a day or two later, uh, she sends us an email. She says she was going with somebody different. So I called her up and I said, Hey, listen, I understand. Uh, I just want to know what we did that didn't, that what you were looking for. And she goes, no, Rob, it was a difficult decision, but we went with this other guy that didn't have the exposure, didn't have the reach, didn't have the experience and everything. And I, and, and I go, well, I thought you were looking for all that. And she goes, well, you know, this guy, I went to school. I think she slipped it out by accident that she went to school with (laughs) back probably high school. And, and then right away I knew. So we were used, we were, we were not getting that listing before we walked into that house. We were being called in, to verify a price probably for somebody that wasn't as experienced as we are right now. But this couple, this lady doesn't realize that's just part of the battle of selling a house. Like, like using our information to get up uh, to put the price on the house is especially now in the times that we're in right now is very dangerous. So you're basically it's like giving a, an inexperienced guy, a kid, a handgun and saying, be careful with it. That's, that's how dangerous it is. Yeah. So basically we went in, gave her, we said, here's the price. But the reason why we're giving you this price is because we have the marketing, the online presence, everything we have that can get you that price. Now, if somebody else goes in with that price without what we have, it's going to sit. It will. And, uh, and that's, what's dangerous about it. So they went with an, and, and they don't realize what goes on behind the scenes, even though we explained to them, but we were not getting that listing regardless. And, uh, and it's just, and it happens. It, it, it's not, it doesn't, it, it happens quite often. And a lot of times they call us back and said, Hey, please come. And, uh, we would like you to put our house up for sale. They, they end up firing the agent down the road and you know, we appreciate that, but like the consumer did not listen and they were going with a family or a friend or whatever to, to put the house up for sale. So uh, it's, it's so dangerous out there. It's like, it's like uh, taking a, uh, a stock tip from somebody and, and then jumping it like somebody, like a friend saying, taking a, t- a stock tip and then you buy the stock and you didn't listen to the professional. And then all of a sudden you're losing money on that stock. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's the same thing, same thing. And you got to be very, very careful. We, we, we take pride in what we do. We spend a lot of money to make sure that our clients are getting the exposure. And, uh, I guess this lady, she, uh, she, uh, she liked, uh, she preferred to go with a old, uh, high school, uh, uh, a colleague. And, uh, so I'm curious to see what happens with this. I'm going to follow it along and, and, uh, and I'll bring it back up, uh, yeah. and let you know how this goes. In, in many of these cases too, this homeowner is, you know, Odds are they're eventually going to come back to say, "Hey, we need we need some help." But all the while, they've lost all this time and they've lost momentum, and you know their listing's been up, and now it's going to have to be repriced. It's just all thumbs down across the board. It, it is, it is. It's it's going to be, and and the market is still adjusting itself, uh, Rick. So 
it, it is still adjusting itself. So you have to be very careful. This is, this is where the experience comes in. The market we're in now, this is experience that you need representing you. Absolutely, and we're going to get more of that experience in our upcoming segments as we talk about a new pilot program from the Canadian Real Estate Association, and we'll dive into what each political party is promising during this Ontario election campaign. Stay tuned, this is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Rob Golfy is a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them today, 905-575-7700. You'll be calling Hamilton and Burlington's number one Remax team in volume and unit sales, 905-575-7700. And they are dominating social media. Media, getting your home sold for top dollar on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Lots to come on the show. We'll talk about a pilot program that is uh, being put in place as a blind bidding alternative by the Canadian Real Estate Association. We'll get Rob's take on that. But Rob, I understand you're going to be speaking to a high school. What's happening here? Well, I did speak at, at oh. uh, my high school. And uh, so I get an email and the guy just throws uh, an email just uh, just out of the dark, just sends me an email. Uh, and, uh, then, uh, the night before, and then the next morning around six thirty seven seven o'clock, I replied and I said, Hey, yeah, I'd be willing to do it. And I said, just to let you know, I was a graduate of that high school and then he couldn't believe it. <laughs> and so I, 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 I did go, I did go to the high school and, uh, and I spoke to two uh, business classes and, uh, and it, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty good. I, I, I mentioned to them, that not only I did this business, I did several businesses in my twenties. And I, I would tell the kids, I said, listen, everybody has a timeline. And, uh, and I talk about my, my twenties, the rise and, and the rise and the fall of uh, my twenties. I, be, <laughs> you know, I became very, very like, I, I, I did really well in my early twenties up to my, to my uh, probably was 24, 20, 23, 20, I'd say 24 years old. So between 20 and 24 years old, I was rocking it, buying real estate, did everything. I sold my real estate. I, you know, I, 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 and I did really well. I, I don't, I don't want to say I was a millionaire. I say I was pretty close getting up there, but the recession hit. And I tell them that I tell them the story, the recession hit in the, in the nineties. And I put all my, I put my money into the, in, in uh, different businesses and, and everything. And it was, uh, and I was losing money. I was losing money and, and it was getting to a point where, like 
by the mid, late nineties, I, I, I drained everything that I made. Hmm. I, and, and, uh, and my father would go, well, listen, how long are you going to keep throwing money and, and this and that? And I says, you know what, uh, you know, and, and so, and I tell about the mistakes I made, some of the mistakes I made during the, during the, the, the rise and the, and the fall of the nineties was I didn't research my, uh, businesses enough to, to when I started them. So I, 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 because I had a lot of cash and when you have a lot of cash at a young age, you kind of think you're invincible and, and that's not a good thing. Right. So the one thing is I had a lot of cash and I, and, and, and I didn't do the research. So that's how I lost a lot of money that way. On top of that, that was a pretty hard recession. Uh, when the recession hit in the nineties and, and look at Eaton's, they, they fell, they had a hard time and they were able to survive four years. And then eventually, uh, they, they closed down in Ham- in Hamilton. But, but after that, I learned a lot. I did learn a lot. And then, then I told him in my thirties, I says, I was very, I was more cautious. I didn't jump into things as fast, but I did. I was very cautious at everything that I was, I was scared. So the thirties, I I just said, okay. And I became a realtor when I, when I was 30, uh, 31 or something like that. And I, I was very, very cautious in what I wanted wanted to do. And I hardly did anything. I said, you know what, I'm just going to play it safe. I'm going to, you know, I'm doing real estate. I'm just going to save my money and just enjoy it. Then I started getting my uh, confidence back and in my forties. And that's when I started buying real estate again. And then I never stopped ever since. So, but I did it smart and I did the the smart way of doing it. And, And I told the kids walk, don't run. So I bought one, you know, one at a time, just, you know, made sure I was solid on that house. And then just went to the next one and it kept going and kept going. So that's what I explained to them. And I said, I said, there is a timeline for everybody. And I said, you know, some, some of you guys are going to do great right out the gate, you know, from after finishing school and you are going to uh, excel and people are going to be, you know, envy of you. And then, and there's going to be times you're going to be envy of other people. So don't worry. Everybody has a timeline and that timeline will happen. So I did, and they were excited and, 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 and they were happy. And I had all these students come up to me after the, after the, uh, uh, discussion and, and, and that I said, and they were asking me a lot of questions and, and, uh, I think, I, I think I recruited a realtor on that. <laughs> I think she, she is in grade 12 yeah. and she's going to university next year. And she is in her first cor- first uh, uh, course at Humber Humber College because it's it's all correspondence in the first four segments, right. and she's in her first. Thing. I said, listen, if you uh, if you want, come on board with me, and uh, if you're interested, because you'll learn. I said to her, you what you'll learn with me in two years. It takes usually uh, uh, an average agent ten to fifteen years to learn, wow. and she was so excited, so happy, and everything. And the teachers were great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. It was great speaking. Um, to these uh to these kids and and i i just i just love giving back and it was it was fantastic i enjoyed it very much that is pretty cool and i really appreciate and i think our listeners appreciate your humility and your honesty in telling your story as well and obviously the kids appreciated it as well because here's a real life success story in front of their eyes and they're probably thinking hey that could be me one day um you know if you're a high schooler right now and you have thoughts of being in the real estate world what would you tell that individual is it join a team is it kind of test on your own is it go to school what what are some of the things they should be doing i said to them make sure take your post secondary like if you're going to go if you want to be a realtor take 
take business or marketing in uh, in uh, college or university. Yeah. Learn it, and because not only that, you're just coming out of high school. You need to mature too a little bit because. I mean, it, it like a person doesn't, you know, when they're looking at buying or selling a house and uh, if you still have pimples on your face, you know, <laughs> you, you need a little bit of credibility there. So you gotta, yeah. you gotta be, be able to show a little bit of maturity. So, but if you go to college or university, my thing is it depends on your personality. A lot of people want to be realtors and they want their name on the sign. They want to be, have their face all over the place. I get it. I get that. But get, get your training course. It's like hockey. It's like any kind of sport. You know how you start off on the farm team. Then you go to the, like to the NHL, you go yeah. to the pro leagues. you got to start one level at a time. Walk, don't run. That's my favorite line. Walk, don't run. And I was, when I was in my twenties, I was running before I was walking and, and it cost me a lot of money. Another, another aspect that I told a lot of kids is I said, uh, learn from people that wh- whatever you're going in and talk to them. But, uh, but failures is good because you learn from failure. And I says, you know what? I, I had a, a lot of failures, but I had a lot more success, but the failures helped me achieve the success where I am today. So again, I'll tell you, like it just, but if, if it's a young person looking, at get it, go on, go on, go on the farm team, go join, join a, a real estate team and learn the business and learn it really good. Cause, and I'll, I'll tell you what my broker even said, he goes, Rob, you got the best graduating class of all teams out there. And, he, and, 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 and Remax uh, Escarpment is one of the biggest brokerages. It is the biggest brokerage in the entire uh, Hamilton, Halt, Niagara region. So when, when people w- work with me, sometimes they, they stay five, 10 years, it depends. Um, when they decide to go on their own, I, it's, like, it's like I raised this bird and now they're <laughs> ready to fly on their own. <laughs> it's a, you know what I mean? And I'm proud of them. And we do business with a lot of realtors out there. You'd be surprised how many real successful realtors out there that have graduated working, working with the golfy team. And, and now they're excelling on their own. And, and I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really happy about that. So again, always step by step. And, and again, like it, 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 like when you're young, you feel like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to, uh, you know, five years with this, I should, you know, go on my own. Yes. You can go on your own, but learn, learn. I'm telling you, knowledge is power, no matter what you do in life and business. Get the golfy team on your side and sell your home for top dollar. If you're in the hunt to buy a home or in the markets to sell yours, call Hamilton, Burlington, and Niagara's top real estate team, the golfy team at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfy.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And uh, hey, if you're in high school or in post-secondary and you're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, follow the golfy team, give them a like, and uh, see what's up in the uh, local real estate scene. Let's uh, switch gears and talk about this new pilot program that is uh, apparently going to be an alternative to blind bidding. This is uh, um, an idea from the Canadian Real Estate Association where this uh, pilot project is going to allow home buyers to see all registered offers. And the vice president at Realtor.ca says that uh, they've heard about tremendous excitement from associations, members, boards. Should we be excited about this? Yeah, I, I think I think it's it's it, you know what it, anytime there's change, there's always issues. Now we're not going to be the first ones doing this. I think in in diff, I think in different countries they have this program, and we're trying to learn from. Obviously, we're going to learn from their mistakes. Obviously, there's been you know uh, 
Aria and Priya, they've been uh, talking to them and finding out, you know, what, what, uh, you know, obstacles they have to overcome uh, to, to get this, to, to do this. And I still think there's, there's going to be some issues because, you know, our rules and regulations, you know, uh, are a little different than in, in every country is different, but, um, I think it's, I think it's going to be okay. I, I don't know if it's going to help. It'll help a bit. I think it will help, uh, house prices going up and they're, if they're doing a pilot program, but again, the seller has the choice and I, I, I think it is a good thing for the buyers. There's no doubt about it. Um, but you, you'll see some people will want to want to do that. And, uh, and, and, and my understanding is like, like, you know, you know, how will this help the, the, the platform, you know, does provide buyers and sellers their own and, and, and their realtor with uh, near real time feedback. So, and um, so any, anywhere an offer uh, may stand on a property, open offers allows realtors to facilitate the negotiation process like they always have, but with some software, it enables uh, transparency and equality for consumers while providing realtors with an efficient solution to manage offers. Now, it really shines when agents use it to handle multiple offer scenarios. Buyers will submit an offer with a realtor as they have always done. And the listing realtor will, will, uh, will use the open offer platform to manage the process. Once the offers are coming in and being managed in the software, elements of the offer details will become visible on realtor.ca. Now, it is like an, an auction platform. Unlike uh, an auction, any written offer can still be subject to conditions, conditions within agreed upon, uh, agreed upon due diligence period for uh, a back and forth negotiation uh, on the price between interested and uh, interested and buyers can still take place. Since this is a, a management platform for the offer and acceptance method currently used in Canada, not an auction site. Anyone making an offer will still need to complete and sign a fully binding contract facilitated by the realtor as they uh, do now. Now, also, very prospective buyers will need to have their identity checked and verified. This means buyers and sellers will have confidence that each offer they see is linked to a legally binding contract. So, what it, what it is is, um, like when, when you talk to a realtor, you got to get all you got to get them qualified. Everything's got to be qualified, just like they do now. And then the realtor will register this person to go on there. Now, I don't know how it works uh, when it comes to somebody submitting an offer. And then if they can see the conditions, like, okay, well, this offer is, let's say, let's say the asking price is a million dollars on this house. This particular buyer is putting an offer a million, uh, a million fifty, uh, fifty thousand conditional on home inspection and condition on financing. Now, does that next buyer see that there's two conditions there? And he sees that they're asking a million fifty. So the next guy's going to go a million fifty five thousand maybe no conditions or, or, or go lower on the price and no conditions. So, so, so he may go like this. He says, well, we got a million 50 with conditions. This guy may come in a million 35 with zero conditions. So this is where the seller takes, rolls the dice and says, well, I like the million 50, but this guy, if he does a home inspection, there's some issues on my house. He may walk away or try to renegotiate. And then there's the other offer that's a million thirty-five thousand, and it's zero conditions. It's clean. It's done, and you don't have to worry about anybody poking around your house or finding out if their financing doesn't come together, and you're done. So that that actually helps drive the price down in some cases. 
in uh, you know what I mean? I mean, you're still taking, you're still getting above a- above asking, but you're not going to get overly the, that seller is not going to get that extra high price that that normally a blind bidding would have done. Does that that make sense? What I just said, right, Rick? It, it, it does. And <laughs> it, the most the most inter- well, maybe not the most interesting, but one of the interesting parts for me is that the seller is going to have the option. Uh, as to how much information they're going to want to include in this process. So they don't necessarily have to include uh, what each home buyer is willing to pay, or at least have that information available to everything. So the interesting thing to me is how many sellers are going to actually do that? Because now that the market's tweaking a little bit, and we're, we're likely not going to get you know 150 over asking, or at least not many of them, I think more and more sellers might think, listen, if I open this thing up, and I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm able to, or I'm allowing home buyers to see what each other is kind of offering. That might create a bit of a bidding war, even if they're increasing by, you know, ten thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. At least that price is going to go up. So, I don't know. We might see more and more sellers take advantage of this. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Uh, it, 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 it's hard to tell. I, I'm looking forward to uh, once this is implemented. And and the and the systems in place with all the uh, uh, you know programming and everything, uh, I'm really curious to see how it, it's going to play out, and, you know, and see what the uh, uh, seller would want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be interesting. We'll follow suit. It's supposed to launch uh, later on this summer, so we'll keep track uh, on that and bring you the information that you need to know here on the Gulf Free Real Estate Show. Speaking of the show, we are back after this as we talk about what each political party in this province is promising when it comes to the housing crisis in Ontario. Stay tuned for that. This is the Gulfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back to the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you, alongside Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax's Cartman Realty, the Golfy team. You can call the Golfy team at 905-575-7700. Get your home sold for top dollar in this new reality that we're living in now. It's not a crazy hot market anymore. It's more balanced. The Golfy team still getting it sold. Call the first real estate team in Hamilton to sell a thousand homes in a year. That number again, 905-575-7700. Head over to your um, internet browser, click on robgolfie.com, and get the latest, greatest, and what is happening in our community. You can go to robgolfie.com for the hottest listings in town. Follow the Golfie team on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok as well. Recently, a new addition to TikTok. Let's get to what some of the political parties are promising. We know the provincial election is underway. Voting day is June the 2nd. Each party is out with their uh, housing plan as part of their platform. Let's start with uh, the Ontario PC party, which is planning to build one and a half million homes in 10 years. So that's 150,000 homes per year. Um, yeah, I guess a check mark on that one. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. And we need that. And that'll really control the, uh, the real estate market. But is that achievable though? Like, I mean, but like the, the Ontario government, the conservative government and the, or the Ontario government, they want to build more homes. But as soon as you get to the municipal levels, like they, they, it's like going through quicksand and trying to get things done with these cities and municipalities. And, and, and that's, what's making it difficult. So they need to sit down with every city and township and say, Hey, listen, why are you making it so difficult for people to get permits? Why are you making it, taking it so long? They're, what they're promising is fantastic, which can be, can be done, but it's, it's not them that really gets, makes the decision. It's, it's the city level. And that's, that's where it's at. So they need to have a meeting with all the mayors in, in Ontario and say, listen, we need to change things here if we need to grow and, and, and control this uh, market. So that, I, I, I believe that. And that works with any party because I know they all want to uh, uh, build more homes because yeah. we do have a, a crisis here of shortage of homes. Yeah, the NDP also uh, committing to build 1.5 million homes in 10 years. And they also say that uh, they want a mix of starter homes, rental homes, affordable housing. They also want to bring back real rent control. And I know you're in this game as well. Is that something that's very much needed? Real rent control. I, you know what? It, it it's hard. That's why that's why there is uh, construction happening on new uh, apartment buildings right now. So what's so what's going to go on is is anything that's uh, built prior to 2018, it's under rent control. Anything built after 2000, I think November of 2018, is not under the rent control. So that's why we're seeing development happening on new apartment buildings. Apartment buildings were not built since the last time they were building them was in the 70s. Yeah. When, when, and, that, and that destroyed uh, developers and contractors and, and builders to build new apartment buildings because there was rent control. They said, well, we can't make money. We can't do it. But look at this. Now they lifted that. And look how many new apartment buildings are coming up for sale. The more they build, the more they build these apartment buildings, the rent is going to come down. They don't need to have rent control in these buildings. Mm-hmm. The rent will come down because there'll be an abundance of, of, of apartments available. So that, then the, the consumer will be able to pick, say, hey, listen, this is a good price. And then the, the, the landlords will have to drop their prices. Mm-hmm. And so they got to continue this. Rent control hurts the uh, uh, tenant. It hurts the tenant because they'll stop building these apartment buildings. And but if they, but with no rent control, it's going to help the tenant. Liberals also promising rent control across the province, including one and a half million homes. That seems to be the magic number, one point five million. They also want to build affordable homes for first-time home buyers. And the Liberals also want to allow laneway suites and secondary suites. Let's tackle that last uh, topic there: laneway suites and secondary suites. That would go a long way to helping a lot of people get into a home. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Um, the laneway suites, but it's, it's not going to be cheap to put these laneway suites in because there's no sewers running to those suites. So they have to do a lot of digging around the house. So they're going to be expensive, uh, to, uh, to, to, to convert them. There's no, you know, like, because they, they have to dig for that, but, um, but secondary homes on, uh, properties would be great. Um, a lot of times in farm properties and, and large properties like acreages, and even if they're not farms, they won't allow you to put a secondary uh, a pro- a home on there unless it's attached to the current home. And so, and sometimes it's nice to have a, an in-law uh, small guest house 
on your property, let's say you live on four acres, you got more than, you got lots of space to have a little secondary home on there, but they're, they won't allow it unless it's attached to the house. So if they open that up, that'd be fantastic because not only you have your house, but you have your parents living there, but there's a little bit of a distance between your, your house and theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more political party in the province, that is the Green Party. We'll tell you what they're up to and get Rob's reaction to their proposal for Ontario's housing crisis. And we'll also talk about stop waiting for the market to crash. The time to buy is still now, and you definitely don't want to sell your home and rent for a while and try to get back into the market. We'll talk about that when we come back here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Find them online. RobGolfy.com is the website address. That's Rob G O L F I.com. Call the Golfy team today if you want to get your home sold for top dollar and in a great time. 905-575-7700. And follow the Golfy team on TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Don't forget, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Uh, just before the break, we went through the uh, PC Liberal NDP political election platforms in terms of um, creating more homes and in tackling Ontario's housing crisis. And we didn't get to the Greens. So the Greens are proposing to build 160,000 affordable community rental homes in partnership with co-op and non-profit housing providers. So a little bit of a different approach by the Greens. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, they're all difficult. I know they're making promises that, th- that what they're going to do and I'm sure they're going to try, but will it get accepted? It's it's hard to tell, but yeah. uh, um, it's 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 a tough one. That's a tough one. We know this. We know that uh, whether it's 1.5 million or 160,000 homes, whatever the number is, they're not going to be built tomorrow. Like this is going to take time. This uh, you know people will need to be patient, and uh, in the meantime, try to get into the market as best they can. To that end, for those that do own a home, and I think I'm more or less referring to retirees or those who are close to retirement, maybe they have a lot of equity in the home. What do you make of the suggestion or the mindset that, listen, I'm going to sell my house, use all this equity, and I'm going to rent for a while, and then, I don't know, maybe a year or two or five years down the road, I'll jump back into the housing market. What do you think of that? I, I think it's a bad idea. It's hard to jump back into the market once you sell, uh, if you, if you, especially if you uh, leave the market for five years. We we find a lot of uh, GTA buyers when they come into the Hamilton Niagara region, um, they're selling a, their house at a at a high number, and then when they buy in in the Hamilton Niagara region, they're buying at a, at a lot lesser price. But but a lot of them when they want to go back, they can't because their value of their property did not go up 
as much as the Toronto house went back, uh, went up. So, so a lot of them end up, you know, it's, it's, this is like a one way door. You come, you cross that high skyway bridge, you're stuck here. There's no <laughs> doubt. Unless you got a lot of cash because it, it becomes more difficult to move back to Toronto. It's, it's a huge population and a, a lot of people move there when they move, when they come to this country, immigrate, immigrate to this country. And, and that's why real estate values are, are a lot higher in the, in the GTA than they are in the, in the Hamilton and in, in Niagara region. So it's, it's, I, I don't, I, I think it's a bad idea unless you're really good and you've got a really good financial uh, planner that can, you know, maybe help you with your, your stock portfolio or your investments. But I think, I think if you, you got to stay in the market. Uh, I think you're taking a big risk. Average prices, this is across Canada from the Canadian Real Estate Association. Average price of a home in 2001, again, this is the whole country, was about $172,000. In uh, 2021, it was six hundred eighty-seven, nearly $688,000. So you can see how a lot of people might be really enticed to say, wow, I, I can grab a lot of that equity, go rent someplace, you know, maybe buy a boat, uh, have some fun, and then I'll get back in. The trouble is, the latest rent report shows that the average monthly cost for a two-bedroom rental property across the country is just shy of $1,900 a month. It's $2,700 in Toronto, $3,100 in Vancouver. So yeah, after you, you know, you're paying rent for a while, you're eating up in your equity, now you're trying to get back in, that, that's going to be a tough sell. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a double minus. So you, you got out of the market, so you're not, so now you're not making any equity, and now you're eating up into your rent and a lot of people they have pensions so they're not touching it mm. but it's 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 i don't know I, I think owning real estate is the most solid investment that you can have i mean maybe people need the money to you know to maybe have enjoy life and 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 they can handle it and hopefully the money will last them a long time i know uh you know sometimes if you go into a retirement home retirement homes or uh old age homes they're not cheap. Yeah. They can cost you up to five, even twelve, fifteen thousand dollars a month, depending on your your expectations. So you can eat up a lot of your money. So as long as you own the house and then you go into retirement, you've got a good chunk of money. But you got to be very, very careful. You got to. It's got to be well thought out, and hopefully, you have a lot of big savings. We got to run. I know you wanted to give a shout out to some uh, frontline uh, workers, some frontline heroes in our community. Yes. Happy Nurses Week. Uh, this week was uh, Happy Nurses Week. So we definitely want to give them a shout out. Uh, they've been uh, working hard for the last, uh, they always work hard. I'm not saying just in the last two mm-hmm. years, but they've been overworked in the last two years and we appreciate them. And thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you from all of us here. And thank you for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.